The Golden Valley's 95.3 Triple M. Now, folks, I've been speaking a lot to Australian artists. We've had Spiderbait, Diesel, Powderfinger, and more. But now it's time to take my chat international. In just a few years, this next group have found themselves massively embraced by some of the greatest bands in rock and roll. I'm talking about the Rolling Stones, the Who, Guns N' Roses, and the Foo Fighters. And they have just been going up and up since their early beginnings in 2009. 10. Now, rock and roll will never die. I'm so sick of hearing that. There are so many great bands coming through, like Greta Van Fleet and this next group, The Struts, because if you think rock and roll is going to die, then you probably have too many cats and are very sad. The Struts join me on the phone right now. I'm joined by Luke, Adam, Jed and Geth. And hello, lads. Hello. 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 That was a wonderful intro. Thank it, you. It yeah. was a good intro. I got it right. Yeah. I yeah, smashed it. Solid, smashed pretty it. solid. Excellent. Excellent. All right. First question, boys. Uh, is it more comforting watching Australia win the Ashes here as opposed to being back in England? <laughs> What's the oh. Ashes? <laughs> I mean, what not, is Ashes? We're not cricketers. So. Oh, you're not cricketers? Uh, as far as we're concerned, Ashes is the name of the song that closes our fantastic album, Young and Dangerous. Which is, ah. avail- which is available to stream and buy on all platforms. <laughs> Turned it around. Very, very nice turnaround there, boys. Now, <laughs> I describe you as if Aerosmith, Queen and the Rolling Stones had an orgy. Uh, do you think that is a fair sum up? Uh, well, I think you that's not really an orgy. That's more of a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's fair. That's obviously a lot of your influences, very much that sort of uh, that glam rock uh, from the from the 70s, uh, particularly, uh, which you've made into a, a modern sound with the way you guys play. Thank you very much. It's, it's, a, it's a very good observation. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, we'll take it one step further, because in 2014, you toured with the Rolling Stones. Now, Luke, I want to direct this question at you. Uh, did you and Mick have a bit of a strut off? Um, no. no. Where did you hear that? Oh, well, no, I didn't hear it. I just made the assumption, because you guys are great struts, of course. Uh, and, of course, Mick has uh, some moves. So I thought there may have been a little bit of a clash. No, I mean... No, I don't think anyone can outstrip Mick. Ooh, I'd put you... I, if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd put you in my corner for a go. I'd, I'd like to say I didn't see them both in the same room at the same time, though. So oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But obviously that would have been huge for you. I mean, you guys had only been together like less than five years, if I'm not mistaken, and there you are performing in front of 80,000 people. How do you swallow that, guys? Uh, with we open our mouth, yeah, with <laughs> let it in. Um, we, we swallowed that with a, with a quite a couple of stiff drinks before going on. I remember that, and um, but yeah, it, it was it was great. It was really it was a big experience for us for sure. And um, kind of, it's funny. I mean, it was so long ago, but it was such a, a landmark kind of pinnacle thing that's happened to us. I mean, every single interview that we do, someone brings it up, and it was so long ago. So mm. evidently, it's it's. It's been uh, one of the best things that's ever happened to us. It was also the catalyst for us getting picked up in the United States and getting signed in LA. Because after that show, I think a lot of ears pricked up around the world. And um, so, yeah, thank you to Mick and the boys for having us and changing our lives. Really. Did they give you any pearls of wisdom from their for their fifty years on the road or and being a band? No, not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, offer you a drink or a smoke or anything? <laughs> no, I mean everyone has this. It's, you know, it's no fault of your own, but when you, when you, you know, support an act, unless you're on the road with them for lo- a long period of time, you, you may start to like build some sort of relationship with them and, you know, bump into them at catering and stuff like that. But for the most part, you're, you're very lucky to sort of have any sort of like interaction with 
with like the artists that you're open up for. But mm. we we did say hello, you know, quite a few times, and I had a small conversation with like Mick the first time we we were there. Um, but you know, it it's 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 kind of a different thing than uh, than I guess people kind of think or see from the outside. Sure, you know? sure. Everyone thinks like you know we're blowing lines with Keith Richards <laughs> and fucking <laughs> you know just relaxing poolside with Mick and stuff like that you know but it's, it's, it's not simply like not true no. you yeah. did shake Mick's silky hands though Ooh, yeah. softest yes. hands in the business softest like hands in the business yeah. smooth like Jagger this ah good 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 now look let's get back to when you first came to Australia it was earlier this year you toured with the great Greta Van Fleet another great rock band that we love here on Triple M how did you find those first impressions of the Aussie audiences obviously we took to you very quickly well, it was great. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, like Greta had to cancel like the rest of that tour. He we got did... sick, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we ended up doing some sort of like pop-up shows, which were very, very, very cool. I, I think, I don't know, it's weird. It was a big sort of like disappointment to begin with because we would love to have got out in front of more people. But now I can't imagine it any other way. They, I mean, we played like the Cherry Bar. We did Yaya's. Yaya's and oh my God, it was just great. Some of the sweatiest shows we have ever done. And it was fantastic. I loved it. It was like it was like playing back in the small pubs and clubs when the struts kind of started out. And I also replicated my my old behaviour as well back in the day. I was sort of amongst the crowd like drinking espresso martinis and i was i was pretty hammered by the time i got on stage but despite that it was they were some of the great shows that we've we've done in a very long time oh well that's good and of course you are back for more uh you are we'll talk very soon about your tour you're kicking it off tonight with a special date at the corner hotel i want to talk about your guys process as well i've spoken to bands about uh whether they like being in the studio uh or they just rehearse so much uh get in the studio get in and out and then want to get on the road are you more of a band that like to get in there really take your time break down everything uh you know i'm talking about from everybody wants to your new album young and dangerous has anything changed have you spent more time in the studio do you just want to get in and out we we've never been able to spend any great amount of time on on anything that we've kind of recorded really i think i think the most time we've spent is probably two or three days on a song Mm. maybe maybe three at a stretch we've had a very unconventional approach to recording because we've just been on tour i mean solidly for the last four years so even with young and dangerous we those were that would have been our time off and we kind of hop in with with producers internationally dependent on where we were on the planet um so it's something that that's kind of all we've really known um for these last album cycles but there's definitely we would love to to i mean all our favorite records were made in that way where you take six months and you'd get pre-production and and you would rehearse it but ours has been yeah just such a hectic schedule so we're hoping for Album three, we do get to chill our beans a little bit, as it were. Chill and, our uh, beans? And, I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But, well, we're absolutely loving the song, uh, Your Body Talks. Our Triple M Club members have spoken in droves. They love the collaboration with Kesha. Uh, was she your first choice uh, to, to join you on this remix, this song? Actually, the first choice was between Tom Jones <laughs> wow. and uh, and who else was it? 
Um, oh, wasn't it? Um, the, stere- the singer of Stereophonics. Both nominated by Kelly Gaffer, Jones, course, yeah. Who was Welsh. I was very up for getting a Welsh uh, Welsh single out there. Which <laughs> would have been good, you know. Which would have been, and then we could have done a version in Welsh. You know, what would that would have been, Gaff? Uh, Sing the chorus? Uh, ooh. Oh, I don't even know the lyrics of my own song. Never mind translating <laughs> it. What the hell? Um, you could be cool. Oh, Tiki Bun Cool, Tiki Bun Che, uh, <laughs> Neighbor to Mine, Graber to Mine. Ooh, my dear. Karstin Sharad. Wow. <laughs> and you'd probably have to chuck in there, you make me feel like the one a little bit uh, on, yeah. on top of but, that as well. No, Kesh, Kesha was, we did a college show with her in the States and we ended up going to a bar with her afterwards and she's, she's such a good artist and she's a real, real rock fan as well. And uh, so we kept in touch for about a year after that show. And then when, yeah, when we got in the studio with Body Talks, we thought, God, this would be fun as a, as a duet. And she... Other than our, our Welsh heroes, she was definitely the uh, the she forefront was, of our. She mind. was the first. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It kind of <laughs> went the other way on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but again, uh, it's it's such a great collab. It's obviously come out the way exactly you wanted it, and uh, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Uh, now, I'm sure you guys have received a lot of compliments in your career from punters and and fellow bands, but for Dave Grohl to say that you're his favourite support band, uh, does it get any bigger than that? No, it's yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's still. I mean, we watch clips back of that, and I still get goosebumps every time I hear that. It's, it's so so bizarre. But Jed gets goosebumps even from a warm summer breeze in between <laughs> his legs. True, he's quite the sensitive man but emotionally. He yeah. didn't just say it on the radio in the UK. He said it like almost every night on tour. He, you know, uh, Luke would get up on stage and sing "Under Pressure" by Queen with him. And then uh, as soon as Luke would come off stage, he'd just say, you know, the Struts are the best opening band we've ever had. Like, we love them. And it was just like, yeah, mind-blowing every night. So it was it was really, really cool. And that band have done so much for us. Uh, we're really grateful. Excellent, excellent. Well, there certainly have been a big support to a lot of bands. Royal Blood is another one that comes to mind uh, that joined the Fooies on tour. Uh, now, I'm going to wrap it up very soon. I want to talk about your tour. I just want to ask one more question. Who designs your amazing gear? I need a wardrobe upgrade. I know I'm on radio, but I really feel if I had some kick-ass jackets uh, and maybe a bit of eyeliner, I could, uh, I could really make a stir. Well, it's a guy called Ray Brown, and he's actually from Australia. He is. He? Yeah, he's an Aussie. Right. Yeah. And uh, but he lives in Arizona now. But, uh, he used to he used to live in the UK. But uh, yeah, he styled everyone from like Motley Crue to the Killers to Arctic Monkeys and Lady uh, Gaga, Lady Gaga. And uh, yeah, but he's been doing our stuff for a while now. And um, yeah, he's great. We just kind of all come up. We all have our own kind of thing going on now, and we pick a color scheme, and then all of us go in with him and design it together in collaboration with him. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's a bit of a hothead. We love him, but uh, he gets angry at us if they don't keep him clean. <laughs> oh, well, of course. I can imagine quite the dry cleaning bill when you tour with the struts. Uh, now, guys, you have very uh, kindly done an extra date, which is tonight at the iconic Corner Hotel uh, down in Melbourne. You're going to be playing there again tomorrow night. You're heading to Sydney and Brisbane as well. I wish you every success on this headline tour. You deserve it all, boys. You've done so well. Thank you so much for coming to chat with me, and all the best, Thank you Thank so you much, much, mate. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bill! Bill, we love you! Bill! Love you, Billy. Thank you, Bill. We love you. Love you, Bill. Really, Bill. I'm arriving, Bill. Oh, Bill. oh is it Bill or William? Mm. Bill, I'm there. It's you Billy! Keep going! Oh. Billy! <laughs> <laughs>